Fans, welcome to the end. The end of your wrestling week. It's the WrestleGeddon Podcast, and we are your horsemen of the WrestleGeddon. I'm Chris Heat Matthews. He's Gary G. Money Mun, and he's a Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Welcome, fellas. What is going on this week? That much. Just been hanging out with Garrett, watching them bowl in the bowling uh, league. Hell yeah! Gotta get gotta get some practice in, man. Mm-hmm. Win, winning good money if I get keep getting. Yeah, except get. fucking except fucking Garrett sucks, you guys. And <laughs> he's not not very good at bowling. Something interesting <laughs> did happen though. Like, uh, so I ordered uh, Garrett a. Uh, cheeseburger right like at the the session stand and i brought it back to him and he, like he was upset because it had uh ketchup and mustard on it with the pickle uh he's like a mayonnaise guy so i'm like gary dude i'll go back to the fucking snack bar and get you a fucking hamburger with mayonnaise dude i went back to the snack bar guess who i saw uh, who'd you say sarah hooker Sarah Huckabee Sanders was at the fucking bow now at the snack bar. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, what was she doing at the snack bar? I don't know, but I took her to the parking lot and titty fucked her. Oh, awesome. If you know, you know. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, and that is your randomness for the week. Carl's always got some random <laughs> misadventures. Um, we just kind of get sucked into it. So, <laughs> but speaking of random, let's go ahead. That random band entrance theme of the week. Let's go. Gonna have myself. Oh, who the hell is on? So random. For fuck's sake. Who's going first? Oh, man. So this week we had Genuine, and the stipulation was we couldn't use Pony. And I knew my song right off the bat. Which was? All right. The only time I drink a 40 is when I want to drink a 40. And when I wear a suit, I leave with not one but two. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. You only leave once they told me. You can't be mad at me. I can just be Lee. Even though I got my own CD. Maybe be on TV. There ain't no change in me. I can only be me, me, me. Even though I might be on TV. Because I got my own CD. All you will ever see. Same OG. Come out the same OG. Carl, why'd you make that sound country? I know, right? You know that like you know that like little bit of Cameron Grab it was song, that? it's like the banjo. It was the country version of Chamberlain hit me up when you come out with the country album. It's like those those TikTok videos with the the country dudes. Like, hey, take genuine same old G, but make it country. <laughs> but make it country, and they're like, they do the same old shit. Like, I fucking dip, dip, 
And I got those fucking Budweiser with a can on it. Drive me my F-150 through a parking lot. That's typically what it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I went with uh, Hell Yeah. Which I apparently don't remember this at all, but my wife's like, yeah, you remember this. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, it was the only song I came across that wasn't like typical, like R&B, like genuine. So I was like, I guess I'll use that one. <laughs> uh, as I told them before this, uh, Carl, Carl says that genuine is awesome and amazing, and he has every right to believe so. And I will not deny his 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 answer and his the way he feels. But I personally listened to a lot of genuine songs and thought they all sucked. But that was just me. It's my opinion, and my opinion doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I pick. But well, you don't get a lot of pussy. But so that's why you're part of it. So uh, my pick was back to the basics. Back to the basics. All right. Because you a basic bitch. Yep. Told you, man, should have went with so anxious. So anxious. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. All right. Um, well, Carl, I would ask what you got for us next week, but um, we are going to be taking a bit of a hiatus uh, for a little bit. And coming back with a different format. Um, I'm trying something new here, but we're going to take a little bit of a break. Um, and come back with some new freshness for you. So, yeah. Trying to get the rock to come on, but he doesn't want to do it. Uh, he's, just, he's being a dick. Like he does, he shows up to like freaking high school proms and shit, but he can't just jump on our podcast for five minutes and just, you know, Hit us with a, it doesn't matter what your podcast is about, you know, or whatever. So, <laughs> not cool. Not cool. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, so we'll try to give you the best episode we can this week um, with a couple things we got to talk about here. Uh, of course, 20 years of John Cena from last week since we didn't uh, get you an episode last week. Now we just kayfabe or not kayfabe shoot life kind of got in the way of some things and we just kind of take a little bit of a break last week but no worries so we got you we got money in the bank we got impacts against all odds we've got forbidden door we got a whole lot of stuff to talk about so let's start off with a question here uh <laughs> which uh which paul brother brother would you fuck i mean fight There's only one answer to this, and that's fucking Logan. <laughs> yeah, Jake looks like uh, he's kind of got that like ugly person face. I, I don't, I don't know what else to call it. Like he's been punched in the face too many times. Maybe slapped with someone's dick in the face a couple times. Kind of been bruised up. If you ask me. Yeah. So, I think. Um... I'd fight them both at the same time. <laughs> fight, them, fight them both at the same time? Both like at the same it. time. I think I could take them both. Just Logan, Logan seems like he can give and take, whereas if 
like your fucking uh, uh, Jake Paul. It seems like you just had to fuck him the whole time. Like he wouldn't fuck you in return. You know? Well, I'm not. I'm not fucking him. I'm fighting him. <laughs> oh, I'm fighting him. Oh, that's right. That's no, I'm right. fighting that's him. Right. Yeah, no, we're fighting. Like I think I could. I think I could fight them both at the same time. They look like punk ass bitches. So like, uh, I, think I, could take I don't know. They've been knocking motherfuckers out. <laughs> Yeah, but how much are they paying them to take a dive? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. That, that's all I'm saying. Like, they, they ain't knocking anybody out. They paid those motherfuckers to take that dive. Well, Fucking Logan Paul, Logan Paul and his, his fake ass Charizard card. He'll be wrestling people now. <laughs> yep. Um, so that question coincides with some a uh, little bit of the news here with uh, Logan Paul signing with WWE. Um, looks like he'll get his first singles match um, against the Miz coming up at SummerSlam. Which, uh, we kind of uh, all saw it coming anyway after WrestleMania. I don't think it's going to be a singles match. I think it's going to be singles. Mm. Who the hell is Miz going to team with? Uh, his new tag team partner who came out during a match with the Miz uh, this week. And if Miz you watch Chompa? Raw, I mean, came out there for the Miz. Miz and Champa as a tag team. Apparently. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that one. Who's going to be Logan Paul's fucking tag team partner? John Cena? Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Didn't they just wrestle the Mysterios? Was that who they wrestled at WrestleMania? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember, uh, Miz turned on Logan at the end of the yeah, match. Yeah, after the match. So, basically... So, the... Because that's who, like, Ciampa and Miz destroyed on Raw was the Mysterios, right? No. Miz wrestled... Who did he wrestle? Uh, He's wrestled the Mysterios a few times. No, the Mysterios... So, this week, the Mysterios wrestled... Because that's who... That's Priest. Oh, yeah, that's right. San Diego. That's who him and... Oh, no, no, never mind. That was Bad Bunny and uh, Damian Priest that first yeah. the Mysterios at uh, SummerSlam last year. Yeah. No, it was at was... WrestleMania last year. Was that WrestleMania last year or yeah. SummerSlam? It was, it was SummerSlam, wasn't it? That was WrestleMania last year. Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny. WrestleMania. You sure that went SummerSlam? Oh, who was at SummerSlam then? Bad Bunny was uh, was Damian Priest. He tagged with Damian Priest and took on Miz and Morrison. Yeah, was that SummerSlam? Yeah, that was SummerSlam. Was it? Yeah. Okay, fine. SummerSlam. I don't know shit. Pretty it sure could have been. Like, it could have been. It could have been WrestleMania because it, it wasn't. It was in front of a crowd. Fuck, I don't know. Was Mania? Mania was back. Yeah, Mania was in front of a crowd last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. remember it rained. Okay. Yeah, so I think it was um I think it was Mania with Bad Bunny. It could have been Mania. And they may have had another match at SummerSlam. I don't remember, honestly. I fell asleep. <laughs> Who knows? Oh Lord. Okay. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the rest of the news here. So, 
Uh, we talked about Logan Paul a little bit, signing with WWE. Uh, we got a couple other things. WWE-related, Io Shirai is expected not to re-sign her contract with WWE, which is up at the end of this month. Um, looks like she is wanting to head back to Japan, uh, which, honestly, I don't blame her. Uh, like, kind of being stuck in limbo on NXT 2.0 now. Like, I don't understand why she hasn't been moved up to the main roster, but whatever. I think she can make some waves back in stardom and make some appearances with AEW and Impact. What say you all on Io Shirai? Go to Japan or <laughs> Impact. Impact would be awesome. I will never tell I say, anyone to go to AEW because AEW sucks with the women's division, and they don't. They do. I mean, it, get, it would get better. It would get better if they women went there. But um, I would say to start the OnlyFans. Hey. Start the OnlyFans. I mean, Carl. Yeah. If she don't already have one, hey. start the OnlyFans. Do some cosplay. Yep. Like you don't have to get new people still like people still buy your shit. Like Zelina Vega does some cosplay and bikini photos and people pay monthly for that. Like they like she making bank off her OnlyFans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same thing with um who else just who else is launching OnlyFans? Someone else just launching OnlyFans. Um Noe Foley. Noel Foley, yep. There's it was her and somebody else. There's um Carmen Electra actually just launched an OnlyFans. Uh, no, it was what's her name? Um the chick that had the daughter with uh Charlie Sheen. Uh her daughter started on the fans and then she started one. Oh wow. Um I can't remember her name. I don't remember her name. I just uh, saw the article that Carmen uh, launched in OnlyFans. The girl the girl the girl that made that with Neve Campbell and uh, Wild Things. Oh um I know who you're talking about. I can't remember her fucking name though, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I can see her face. I just can't remember her damn name. Yeah. Yeah, she started OnlyFans. I think it starts with a D, right? Oh, that could be. Or she took a lot of D. Is it Danielle? I think it's Danielle. Denise Richards. Denise Richards. That's it. I knew I'd get there. (laughs) Really? She started at OnlyFans? It's probably like fucking expensive though. Uh, I mean, I I mean, maybe somebody's into it. I never was like a big fan of her, but you know, everybody has their own cup of tea. Yeah, I don't think she was bad looking. So. I didn't say she was bad looking. I just, you know. She's 51? Yeah, man. Oh, damn. I didn't realize she was that Yeah, I remember when you was jerking off of that, you was like 15. And then that was like, what, 20 years ago? <laughs> what fucking year did Wild Things come out? Like 2000 or 99, something like that. 98. No, it was actually earlier than that because it came out like right after Scream did, didn't it? So it's like when Neve oh, Campbell. She... Oh, she don't look as good as she used to. Like, oh, plastic surgery is a bitch. 
25 yeah. bucks. 25 bucks a month. Yeah, because they're all fake. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, she looked a hell of a lot better 20 years ago. Like, her face is, like, really... Oh. She looked like the fucking... Like, one of the, this picture that's on her, they're smiling. She looked like the fucking Joker. On this news art on this article that I found, like oh my god, so yeah, so her daughter hasn't okay. Oh man, okay, great. Back to the back to the regular news. <laughs> no, it's oh, all man. good because I had to I had to look up uh, when I was a kid <laughs> who I used to uh, have a crush on. Anton. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta remember Garrett Sanger in this, Chris, so he probably had, like, a crush on, like, somebody oh, that, sure. like, Anna Montana. That's so actually, Raven. Everybody. Actually, no. Yeah, I'd probably laugh if I told you what. True Jackson VP? Uh, no, no, I had, uh, I always had a crush on, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt growing up. I, everybody. <laughs> oh. I, I didn't. I didn't. There, there's a reason why the ghost came to her in that Ghost Whisperer show. <laughs> it wasn't her personality. That, that was uh, <laughs> that was not the show I watched. That, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize until I got older what was happening in the show because my mom made me watch it. Uh, I actually I like Jennifer Love Hewitt. I thought she was pretty good looking. I can't remember the fucking name. Uh, she's was it Party uh, Five? I know she did last summer. No, she's in a show where she's a masseuse that gives out happy endings. Is that, that, is that the new show? No, this is an old show. I can't remember what it's called. I don't uh, remember that one. Uh, hold on, I'll look it up. I got you. Dude, I'd pay for a happy ending from her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it called? Neve, My mom Neve Campbell. The shit out of it. Neve Campbell was also on Party of Five too, wasn't she? That's it. The client yeah. list. Ah, the show was like not that great, which is why my mom watched it because she watches stuff. TV shows aren't that great. Yeah, These kids don't know how lucky to have it with like porn at their fingertips. So <laughs> yeah, like we had music videos and scrambled pay per view channels. <laughs> Fucking underwear catalog. Yep. Sears, the Sears lingerie section of the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, hey, you was doing the upscale. You was doing the upscale. I was just fucking uh, jerking off to like the uh, fucking like Hanes models on the fucking Kmart ads. <laughs> Get the Sears Christmas catalog and it's got like the underwear models in there. <laughs> no, nah, there's always like that one kid that had like his. I'm gonna go circle. From, like, 19, I'm gonna go circle the toys I want for Christmas. From 1991. <laughs> there are some cutouts. Motherfuckers yeah. have like cutouts of fucking porn. Oh, uh, what else? What girls gone wild? Leave that DVD subscription. <laughs> or I didn't even have the subscription. I just jerked off the commercials. 
Like, oh yeah, you're just yep. imagining what's on the other side of the too hot for TV fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, Jerry Springer. Awesome. <laughs> you haven't oh. you haven't lived you haven't lived to jerk to like a good Jerry Springer episode. I don't oh, care I if she, she's lived. your cousin. <laughs> I guess I haven't lived then. So, uh, speaking of hot and WWE signings, MMA star Valerie Lareda signed with uh, WWE this week as well. I was like, damn, like WWE trying to get all like the MMA, MMA women. Yeah. See how that goes. Like, are they really looking for like the next Ronda Rousey? Like to no, it's just rating. You know, is it just she want to try something different? She probably want to try something different. And uh, WWE, I mean, they've done it like nobody bitch when Kim Shamrock, you know, came. No, Shamrock, Dan Severn, um, Steve Blackman. Yeah, Butterbeam did like a few things. Butterbeam the boxing. I will say um, WCW, I, I did find Take Abbott a little more uh, entertaining than most of the other um, MMA. Um, yeah. Was Perry, Saturn, was Perry Saturn in MMA or he just like a, was a badass dude when he came out? He was just a badass dude because he started in ECW. But yeah, I know he started in ECW, but like, he just looks like yeah, he would I don't be think a he was fighter. Uh, yeah, I don't think he did any of that. I think he just went right into wrestling. Um, I'm sure he had some kind of background. I know he's had like a martial arts background, but I think I talked a little bit about that before. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so Valerie Lareda. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Dragonoff was forced to vacate the title due to injury. Um, I know, Garrett, you were talking to me about that earlier. So they're doing an eight man tournament. Yeah. One. Yep, yep, yep. I don't remember who's all in it, but you guys would know none of them anyway, so it wouldn't really matter. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh speaking of tournaments, NWA announced this week that they'll be doing um a series those a four another an eight man tournament for them, four matches. Uh Race of the Chase seventy four. Uh, so it's going to be the winner will take on Trevor Murdoch at um, NWA 74 up here soon. And some of those matches were quite interesting. Um, one of them involves uh, Nick Aldis taking on Tim Storm. Yep. That's the whole uh, the background on that. that sick, uh, uh, six, six man, not eight. Yes, Nick Aldis taking on Tim Storm. Um, in this matchup, um, they also announced Tom Latimer versus Chris Adonis. So strictly business going one-on-one right there. And the Pope taking on Brian Myers. She's pretty good. I think those three, the winner of those three go into a, I think it's a triple threat match. And then the winner will get a, uh, get a shot at Trevor Murdoch. If I remember that correctly. So the William Patrick Corgan announced. Yep. But uh, Dep- uh Trevor Murdoch uh petitioned uh Corrigan to lift the the ban on Tim Storm challenging for the heavyweight champ the NWA title. So 
that should be really good. And plus, we're getting Nick Aldis and Tim Storm. Every time they wrestle, it's been amazing. So that should be pretty solid, too. Yes, like so they did announce when the turn those matches they're going to start. So they'll probably start relatively soon. Uh, so we got that. What else we've got here? Um, Dark Orders number five, Alan Angels, is done with AEW, made his debut on Impact this week, taking on uh, Speedball Mike Bailey for the X Division Championship. That was actually a really good matchup if you guys didn't get to see that one. What was, uh, his, what was he going as? Alan Angels. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a good match. So. Yeah, it very sure was. Yeah. So dark order members definitely like flies. Mike Bailey. I just hate that freaking like he's always got to do something before he does a kick. I like the bow. Yeah. <laughs> that is, like it's fine if he thing. just did that for his finisher, but he does it for like a ton of different moves. Everything, like he did it like six times before he didn't move outside the ring. Like I. I think he's very entertaining. As Maybe far he's as a like, big Rihanna fan. The, no, Maybe. he's a martial artist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but he's um like I he's not bad in the ring. Like his matches are good. I just like his character, like it just it doesn't resonate with me. So it's just like I don't know. One of those things. Like, can you wear some fucking shoes? Like seriously. With the, the amount of shit that y'all doing now, like you gonna end up breaking a damn toe or something. Yokozuna didn't wear shoes. Yeah, but Yokozuna wasn't doing backflips off the top fucking rope. <laughs> if he could, he probably would. <laughs> it's the same with Snuka. Like Snuka wrestled barefoot too, but he wasn't doing backflips. He was doing superfly splashes. But I mean, it's a little different than like had the shit that Mike Bailey was doing. And honestly, for a while, I thought he was wearing boots with kick pads until I saw his match this week. And I was like, dude's wrestling with kick pads, but no fucking shoes. Yep. He sure does. Well, all right. Awesome. Ah, oh, yeah, that was a pretty good matchup. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, they announced Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor, July 23rd. And looks like we're getting Jonathan Gresham versus Lee Moriarty for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. On top of, of... Because of stuff that happened on Rampage, which I misspoke to you earlier. Yep. Um, on top of uh, Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal for the ROH television title. Um, I'm sure FCR will be putting the ROH tag titles on the line against somebody... Uh, I know Wheeler Yuta's wrestling someone. Because Yuta's the pure champion, right? Yeah, who's he wrestling? Bret Hart. Bret Hart. <laughs> I can't remember um, exactly who's wrestling. Let me see. I don't remember who will, who's wrestling either. I think the rumor is, well, I mean, maybe it's not a rumor. Maybe it is happening. I thought that uh, FTR was wrestling the Briscoes for the Ring of Honor Championships. Mm -mm. I saw that incorrectly. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. How many times did I wrestle the Briscoes? 
they fucking FTR is no, the greatest tag team in existence. Uh, Uters, yeah, they are actually uh, challenge accepted. Briscoe's take on FTR for the ROH World Tag Titles. That's That'd be good. I'm they, kind of amazed on that one. They usually you, have a good match. You know it's gonna. You know it's gonna happen, uh, uh, right, Carl? Uh, FTR is gonna go back to WWE, take the WWE championships, and then leave and not come back and hold them hostage. Yeah, that, I doubt that. Uh, what Daniel, the fuck? Daniel Garcia is wrestling Wheeler Yuta. Oh my God! What? Guys, we're getting Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho in a barbed wire death match. Oh, that'd be good. With <laughs> all of JAS suspended in a shark tank. Oh, that's great. That's great. I, I fucking love that shit. <laughs> when is that? Is, does that happen at All Out or are they going to put so, that on Dynamite? It'll be on Dynamite. So the next two of weeks it's gonna are going to be Fighter Fest. Oh, okay. Uh, still like that. That should be safe for all out. Like, come on. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're also getting that Jonathan Gresham Lee Moriarty on Fighter Fest, not whatever the ring of honor. Instead of Death Before Dishonor. If it, no. Yeah. If it's gonna be on TNT, I doubt like that Barbara match is gonna be that bad. Yeah, well hopefully it doesn't end up like that fucking death match from last year's. <laughs> 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 I've seen better explosions from the 4th of July TikToks than that fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those cheap ass fireworks from Target were better explosions than that fucking match. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, speaking of uh matches, Ric Flair's last match pay per view. Um, added some extra stuff, added some new matches to the card for this. Um, so we've got, of course, Ric Flair's last match. We're still waiting for opponents to be determined for Ric Flair. Still rumored to be the Mortons. Um, but we've got the Impact World Championship match of Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu. Uh, Impact Knockout Champion Jordan Grace versus Deanna Perazzo versus Rachel Ellering. Uh, the Wolves taking on the Motor City Machine Guns. Killer Cross versus Davey Boy Smith Jr., which is a new addition to the card. Uh, the yeah. Briscoes versus the Von Erics, another new addition. Clark yeah. Connors versus Ren Narita. I'm not sure who either one of those two are. And uh, Laredo Kid versus Bandito versus Black Tarus versus Ray Phoenix. Which has been and that, that, yeah, that card that card is a pretty solid card. Like, it's it worth, definitely is. Without even seeing the Ric Flair uh, match, it's worth the price of admission. This Hell is uh, yeah. ju- yep, July 31st is when this goes down. Yeah, yeah, from the Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Let's yeah, they go, moved it. They they had moved it from uh, the fair because you know it was originally going to be at the fairgrounds, and then they yeah. moved it to the Municipal Auditorium because the ticket sales were like fucking skyrocketing. Were huge. Like how, as a wrestling fan, like if you if money wasn't an issue, or even if you had the funds to go, got off of work. Were able to go. Why would you not go to Ric Flair's last match, or even try to get tickets for that? Like I've been saying to Carl for weeks now. <laughs> dude, they sold out for fucking like twenty four hours of them going on sale, dude. You know good damn well we could go 
be right out in the front. Some dude's gonna be like, "Oh, the tickets, tickets here, tickets, <laughs> tickets here." And they usually release more tickets too prior to the uh, prior to the the uh, the show anyway, because they may not. They probably like sold out like the what they allocated for like the for that, and then usually like to open up with like people either canceling their tickets or something else. So usually last minute ones. But like places like StubHub and like something else, and there's another one that popped up that you can get tickets like super cheap for. Yeah, there was a municipal auditorium. Uh, Rick Flair, uh, one of his matches with Steamboat. Um, I want to say it was like Starcade ninety, like three or something i don't know um it was pretty good oh, it's rick and steamboat of course it's gonna be good yeah yeah awesome uh i think that's pretty much it nope one last thing here uh vince mcmahon back in the news again this week uh apparently the total has gone from three million to 12 million for the women that he's paid off Oh Lord, Vince! Was it? It was five different women. Yep, totaling up the twelve million dollars. Yep, dude. If I was some of those women, I'd be like calling, contacting each other, like, "How much did you get? How much did you get?" Because <laughs> someone got more. Oh yeah, than, than the rest of them. But that someone yeah, was probably willing to do more, like anal. <laughs> 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 no, I mean those. Uh... It was rich guys like that. They probably like pissed on Vince McMahon. You know what I'm saying? Like he probably paid him to piss on them and stuff. You know? Yeah, probably something. So who knows? Shit in his mouth or something. I mean, I mean, it's all it's his money, like his personal money that he used to pay th- these women. So it's not yeah, like he was allocating money from WWE from the company to to pay for this stuff. Like it's his own personal money that he's using. So, yeah. I mean, like, and, fucking yeah. rich people do this shit all the time and get away with it. And, like, at least he, these at women least he are paid just... Them. Like, most yeah, of at least he paid them. them yeah. And it was all... And it's basically, like, just, like, for the non-disclosure thing. Like, that's basically yeah. what they're getting paid. They're getting paid the money to uh, to sign the non-disclosure so they're not... You know, coming out and you know talking yeah. about you know their relationship with Vince and all this other stuff, like the, yeah. everything was consensual between them. So it yeah. was just like, here's three million dollars if you sign this non-disclosure non-disclosure act. All right. So real talk. What's your what's your price? Uh, like, how much would Vince have to pay you to suck his dick? Like this. Think, we already talked. I think we talked about that a couple. We definitely couple have talked about this already. Well, yeah. you know, I was probably intoxicated and don't remember. So yeah, I was too. That's why I, I humored you on the episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> it was um, like when the fir- when it first broke that he paid that one chick three million dollars. So it's probably like maybe two three weeks ago. Back go back to the archives and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh do, man. Do we actually give a first? I think I said like ten mil. Oh, okay, 
Garrett was like a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a hundred. It was twenty five. <laughs> twenty five cents, maybe. Twenty five. <laughs> I'll suck your pickle for a nickel. A <laughs> hundred bucks and uh, Papa John's large pepperoni pizza. <laughs> but you can have the jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So that's um that's pretty much it what we got for news this week. Let's go ahead and jump over to the six pack recap with Twenty-four um, pack, twenty-four pack, honestly, <laughs> twenty-four pack. This is twenty. It's, it's definitely twenty-four pack of stones. It's twenty-four pack of stones this week. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so we got a couple things to jump into here. Um, obviously missing last week when you get to talk about the Forbidden Door. Um, I know I that's like one of the pay per views I actually did watch. Uh, I didn't get to watch. Um, against all odds, I didn't watch Money in the Bank. Uh, but I did watch Forbidden Door, and I was, it was good. I enjoyed it. Like, I don't really have anything, like, super negative to say about it. There wasn't, I didn't think there was a bad match. I thought everything was good. It was solid. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was not for everybody. Like, Oh, definitely not. not. It's definitely, um, if you're a casual wrestling fan, this this pay-per-view was not for you. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. That's that's the way it is. Like this, the Forbidden Door catered to the AEW New Japan fanboys and just like yeah. you know the hardcore wrestling fan, like the hardcore of the hardcore. Uh, yeah. And there's a couple of people that popped up on here that I didn't know who the fuck they were to begin with. Um, but you know, yeah, like your name's like, like that, Okada that and like all that. that like, uh, who they Adam are. Adam Page White. Uh, Adam Page White. You know what I'm talking about? Nah, you it did cut out a little like, bit. It did look like Adam Page. White dude on here. Oh, yeah, the guy that um, uh, Ishii beat. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? It, it, was like in, uh, it was like a, the, the three-way or the four-way. Yeah, I can't remember. It was uh, Connors, right? Yeah, I can't remember. That's, right, yeah. that's probably the dude at the fucking um, Brick Flair pay-per-view. <laughs> What was it? Uh, Clark Connors. Okay. That that picture's in here. Yeah, Clark Connors. Yep. Yeah, that's who. Yeah, that's yeah, the, the guy only that, thing uh, I like. Beat, so. only, only thing I'd like to see change, and y'all could, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, it'd be cool, like, if they have, like, it'd be, like, you know, AEW versus Nigga Fan, instead of just, like, yeah. oh, here's some, like, randomly. Yeah, like that would like, have been like more them actually keeping honestly. Yeah, like actually keeping like tally. I'm not talking about like of course like every match has like AEW versus New yeah. Japan, but I'm not like a tally and like you know Survivor like Series, the, uh, something that's like, Survivor Series, like the bragging rights pay per view, something like that, or even like got akin to like the old like WCW versus New Japan pay per views. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I agree with that one. Like, we should have had like a 
like the main event should have been like the top stars in New Japan, like Okada, yeah. Jay White, like these yeah. like four or five guys taking on like Hangman Page and you know Adam Cole, yeah, like I mean, your top AEW guys. So yeah, that was that was the only thing. Is like there wasn't too many like big time storyline. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's like people that had like history in New Japan and stuff like that, but yeah. Um, there was no like storyline storylines like going into it. So to me, like if you, if you brought it to like a tournament aspect or like a you know like a team aspect like for Team AEW or Team New Japan, even like I the like, um like Impact when they used to do the World X Cup, like there was even like they even had storylines with a lot of that stuff. But like right. this one, it was kind of like like these matches just came together literally within like two weeks. But they were they were really good though. Like, like they were. There wasn't a, a I, bad I will say before. though, um, you were very um, uh, you didn't really have anything negative to say about the uh, the Orange Cassidy match. Yeah, that was actually the best match of the card. I thought. Like, am I wrong? I know. Close to. I, yeah, Speaking it was of, one of the uh, best ones. It was definitely Speaking one of the Cassidy, better matches. He's uh, kind of on my TV right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah uh, usually I'm a hater, but yeah, man, I, I enjoyed that match. He has uh, the greatest manager ever out at ringside with him. Chris Dan Dan Wearing a tie. Dan Housen? Yeah. <laughs> Dan Housen has a tie on? Yeah. He's he's kind of like trying to copy Mark Sterling. It's funny. <laughs> so they're doing like the whole. They're still doing the Danhausen Sterling niece thing. Then. Yep. I don't get to watch. I don't watch Rampage that often. So. Okay. It's all good. Awesome. I that's something I kind of wanted to talk about anyway. Like, why the fuck is AEW pre-recording this at like twelve o'clock at night? Who the fuck wants to be in an arena at twelve o'clock at night watching wrestling? Uh, I, I would. I mean, well, they do. I, um, well, Rampage is recorded after Dynamite, right? But Dynamite. Well, that's the same thing. Like, like ten thirty. Yeah, WWE used to do the same thing, but they would do um like Sunday Night Heat would get recorded or Main Event or whatever fucking one would get recorded before Raw, and I think they still do. Just nobody fucking watches Main Event or uh, Superstars. Because right. one records yeah. before Raw, one records before SmackDown. But then again, like when we went to SmackDown, 205 Live was on after SmackDown. Yeah. And now they do that, like that NXT level up is on after SmackDown. So they record yeah, that they afterwards. To, yeah, they used to do like uh, like a local, like local young guys, and then it would be like two velocity matches, and then they yeah. record it. Wrong. And yeah, I remember back when like SmackDown and stuff was like recorded, like it wasn't really? live, so you could go to SmackDown and like yeah, you had Raw on Monday and, and then um, SmackDown tapings on Tuesday. Go find yourself on TV and stuff. Yep. I try to find yourself on TV. Yeah. So that was um yeah, Forbidden Door was good. I quite enjoyed it. Um. Tony Khan, I guess, is saying that this might become like a yearly uh, type thing between them and New Japan. I think they should get more involved with it, and I would love to see um, AEW, New Japan, and AAA and go that route and just have like a bunch of like 
triple threat matches or you know big like big time matches like that with like all three of those promotions going at going after like you know what like a tournament type thing like a a series of like triple threat matches that lead to like a tournament for like you know we're the best of the best type trophy for like whatever promotion so that'd be interesting to me that's just me all right now we talked a little bit earlier 20 years of john cena 20 years of john cena John Cena sucks. That. Uh, last John week Cena on Raw. Sucks. Um, Garrett, let me since you're you've come up like the John Cena era as a pro wrestling fan. Mm, sure. Had like John Cena is pretty much your Hulk Hogan. Um, I guess. Or like your Shawn Michaels, like, like yeah. he's that. You have like a John Cena above your bed, is what we're saying. Like you have like a poster yeah. on your wall. Like when you like when um, you were younger, like John Cena was like the the epitome of, uh, like at the height of his popularity. Uh, uh he used to go to elementary school trying to freestyle rap, right? <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, I no. disagree with that. I mean, me growing up, I was like a big Rock Austin guy. That was me growing up. How old are you? When was you born? 94. 94? So, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, so, he was, so like five, he was like five or six in like the Austin Rock era, right? Yeah, and I had my uh, NWO Hulk Hogan uh, beat-em-up doll. Okay. NW Hogan wrestling buddy. Yep, I sure fucking did. Nice. I beat the shit <laughs> so, out of So, John Cena is more like uh, your Austin compared to like my like he was like yeah. big. Sure. Like Austin yeah. was like kind of like when I was in uh like a little like, Hulk Hogan really was like my hero in a little because we Austin. we would have been in high school. Do you think like 96, 97, like when the Monday Night Wars wars really started to kick off? So we're in high school. Well, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. In, I wasn't in high school. I was. <laughs> I was. I was not in high school. I was because I want to say Maybe junior, junior high. Like yeah, I was like in high school when John Cena started like coming up. Like probably like my senior year of high school is probably when John Cena started making his little. When was um. 20 years of John Cena, so 2002. So I was actually out of high school. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been like the ruthless aggression era kicked off like in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, I was still and like ruthless aggression. Oh, I actually like Dan Cena back when he was a heel. Holy shit. I like Yeah. Like when he was rapping with like Bull Buchanan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, definitely enjoyed that a little more. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like John Cena, 20 years of John Cena. Like what are some of your favorite feuds or matches with John Cena over the last 20 All years? Right. Like All which, right. So. 
feud, I actually will tell you my favorite feud. And Chris, I hope you're sitting down when I tell you this. Uh, because you're probably going to shit a brick when I say it. But I would say one of his best feuds was with JBL. Absolutely. Yeah, he had a good a good uh, couple matches with JBL. Oh, yeah. I never remember. Up right up to winning the uh, the WWE Championship off of him. Yeah, he, well, he went to Raw, right? Uh, no, the... What do you, did he went no the U.S. title he won off of Orlando Jordan, yeah. or no Big Show, Big Show, and then he won the uh, the world title or the WWE title off of uh, JBL, and then they switched brands and moved the world championship over to SmackDown and WWE title over to Raw. And that's when we got the uh, the spinner. Mm-hmm. So you want to know my favorite John Cena match? See if y'all can guess it. Cena versus Styles. No. Uh, Cena versus Batista in a last man standing match where uh, Batista gets his feet taped to the rope so he can't get up for the 10 count. No. (laughs) So so my favorite John Cena match, uh, and I liked it because John Cena played it very well. Like he did a very good job, and it was actually a pretty good match, was... uh, RVD one night stand. Oh my god, that yep. was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like I remember watching that shit live on pay per view. That was amazing. Like that whole time, like Cena throw, like doing like the whole like babyface Cena shtick in the Hammerstein Ballroom in front of you know ten thousand fucking rabid ECW fans. And, you know, does the whole thing, takes his shirt off, throws it in the crowd, and throwing, like, throwing it back in and going back and forth for that. For It was, like, a good 10 minutes that Cena was throwing that shirt in the crowd and throwing it back to him. Like, that place was, like, ape shit when RVD um, ended up pinning Cena after I hit that spear on him. That was awesome. That was a really good one, too. Like, JBL, RVD with Cena. Um, I'd probably say one of my favorites is um is John Cena and uh AJ Styles. It was yep. a really good that matchup. Was, that was a good one. So, that was um, probably like one of the best Cena matches I've seen in a long time. But um like feud wise, yeah, Cena and CM Punk is probably my favorite. Yep. Or uh or Orton. Him and Orton had like a hell of a few. I think the, him and Orton the, the was, like, stand out, so yeah, the rated R thing. I mean, when Edge came out with the rated R spinner boat, that was yeah. Him and Cena. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cena's had a lot of like career-defining moments, and and you can also uh, put the Miz in that too. Absolutely. Remember that? Remember that match he had with uh, Umaga? I want to say what was that? Like, it wasn't WrestleMania, but it was like Extreme Rules. Survivor Series. Was it Extreme Rules? Was it Extreme Rules? I think it was Extreme Rules because they had it was a last man standing match. I don't think they had extreme rules back then. It was like something I, else. It, it was something, but I know it was a last man standing match. Like, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that, that was a good match. That was like very. It was like right before Umaga had passed away. Like, yeah, good stuff. So, 20 years of John Cena. That's crazy. Crazy to think that. That uh, 
Yeah, it's awesome. So somewhere out there, like, there's someone that's like, oh, man, John Cena is like the greatest wrestler of all time. Whereas man. we're like, oh, man, like Macho Man is the greatest wrestler of all time. Nah, so. man, it's uh, Roman Reigns. He's the GOAT. <laughs> greatest of all time. <laughs> and that, he's and a, that's, he's a god honestly, And honestly, 20 years from now or even, well, what's Roman got? I think he's already been in WWE like close to 10 years now. So you think like 10, 15 years from now, we'll be saying, talking the same thing about Roman. Like 20 years of Roman Reigns, like career-defining moments and stuff like that. So, And I think a lot of people look back at his run with the bloodline and head to the table is probably like his biggest. Um, My favorite Roman Reigns match is when he got fucking his ass kicked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so going back on the Cena thing, uh, there's this video I've seen pop up a couple times with uh, the Big Show, and uh, the guy was asking him like, who uh, between uh, Brock Goldberg and Cena, who he thought was like the strongest, and he without a doubt said Cena. He said getting picked up by Cena is like the yeah. fucking worst thing in the world. He's like it's like one. a fucking pickup truck trying to like lift you straight up in the air. Yeah, that was uh, my like career defined moments when he uh, did that first. Uh, uh, it was called the Fu back then on um, Big Show. Oh, when he hit that Big Show, yeah, he did yeah. It on Big that, Show. That, that might have been Edge, didn't he? At like uh, WrestleMania. That might have been when he won the U.S. title. He hit the he hit Big Show. That was that. The yeah, that's when he did. Um. Yeah, that was uh, WrestleMania 20. Because wasn't it Big Show and, like, Edge, and he left a both of them? Wasn't it Edge? Uh, uh, no, no, There's one where he left, like, uh, two people. And I swear it's Big Show and somebody. No, I think you're thinking about the... It was, like, uh, it was like a Fatal 4-Way or something. Or 3-Way or he something did, like that. Yeah, he did, he did do two people, and... It might have been like Big Show and Jericho or Big Show and someone, but I'm, it was Big Show and someone. Was it Big Show and somebody? Yeah. I thought it was Big yeah. Show and Edge. It might have been Big Show and Edge, honestly. Because I remember, I remember Edge. Like, he did lift up two people. I know it might have been Big Show and Edge. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It up. I got you. Top of my head. But, uh, yeah, so 20 years of Cena. Uh, what else we got here? Let's keep rolling. We've got... Let's go ahead and jump into Impact from a couple weeks ago. Main event was um, Kaz versus Chris Saban, which is really good. So if y'all missed that one, go back and check that out. Um, Brody King taking on John Moxley um, after winning a battle royal. Um, I don't know when that is. That that's not all out, right? That's happening. That happened on uh, AEW this week. Okay, yeah, I didn't watch Birdie, Kree, Birdie King and Moxley. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Sure it was. Birdie King's a great wrestler. And, um, it was Big Show and Edge. And it was at uh, the world title match at WrestleMania 25. Okay. Nice. Uh, so it was Blood and Guts then. Uh, main event for Blood. No, not Blood and Guts. What the blood fuck was this? It was the main event blood of... Guts uh, of uh, Rain, uh, AEW this week. Blood and Guts was last week. Blood and Guts was last week. Which okay. I had a lot of problems with, but I don't remember what yeah. they all were. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's go. Let's go ahead and talk Impact against all odds. 
um, from this past weekend. I know, uh, Carl, I think... No, I don't think anybody... We didn't get to watch I it. I watched it. No, you did. That's right. Yes. Oh, I didn't get um, to watch it. So, I just want to say... Uh, Raven looks like he might die any minute. Uh... And I don't think yeah, Raven he should have been on commentary. Did not age. Did not age very well. I don't think he should have been on commentary. No, because they were like trying to talk to him, and he was like, "Yeah, cool, dude." I swear he was high as shit. Had to have been. He high probably was. It's <laughs> like they would ask him stuff, and he'd be like, "Yeah, awesome." Just like what I the think fuck? he saw for. Um, I think he has a lot of mental issues too. Um, yeah, you know, multiple concussions, stuff like that. So I don't I'm, think he's yeah. like all. No, there's no way. He's um, the Ravens uh, Clockwork Orange match was pretty cool. Uh, I definitely think Moose and Sammy Callahan's match from the last pay per view was better. Yeah. Um, but it was this good. Had like, a, uh, this had a run in in there, right? Uh yeah. Um who was it that came out there? Uh I don't remember. I might need to pull it up. Trying to I got the I'm pulling up the results now. Okay. Just like scrolling through. So no uh Mike Bailey beat Trey Miguel, if I remember correctly. Which is really good. Steve Macklin. Steve Macklin, that's who it was. Yep. yep. Uh, disguised as a cameraman. Yep. Uh, hit a little bit on Callahan and then attacked him with a barbed wire baseball bat. I don't yep. know why. Like, it's a fucking no disqualification match. Like, why did you have to be out there disguised as a cameraman? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, so they don't see it yeah. coming. <laughs> why do soldiers wear camouflage? Come on, man. <laughs> um. Josh Alexander and what is it? Fucking what's that? Joe Doring. Joe Doring. That wasn't bad. It wasn't. I mean, obviously, you know who carried the match, but it wasn't bad. Like, I don't think he's terrible. Joe Doring. Doring or fucking dude? No, Joe Doring. Joe Doring's yeah. He's not. He's not bad. And the opponent, like he's, it's actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I mean, like Josh Alexander is fucking awesome. I mean, he's really good in the ring. Yeah. So. I uh, uh, I didn't have any qualms with that. First we had uh, Jordan Grace retain against Tasha Steeles. Yep. Uh, uh, Brian Myers, your new uh, digital media champion, winning that title in the uh, the buy-in for against the odds. Did not watch that. Yep. Uh, Mike that. Bailey retained the X Division title against Trey Miguel. That was good. Um. Is it me or is like Trey Miguel starting to look like a freaking witch version of Ricochet? Um, you know who he looks like, and don't judge me for saying this. He looks like the guy from Grey's Anatomy. I know <laughs> neither of you watch that show, but there's no, a guy in Grey's, Grey's Anatomy judged. that he looks almost identical to. Never I, seen it. Watching Grey's Anatomy it's... here. <sighs> Listen. If you haven't figured out by now, my mom watches a lot of shit. And at some point, I have to watch it. I had to watch it today. You didn't have to watch it. 
Oh, well, I had to be in the room. It was the only thing. It was either listen to my mom or watch Grey's Anatomy. So which one did you want me to do? Uh, you could have left at any time, buddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you are you say that. And you say <laughs> that, but uh, I don't think that would have went the way you would have thought it would have. Like, oh, shit. Sorry, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. I forgot yeah. I had an appointment. <laughs> shit. Are you putting it on five minutes? Are you putting it <laughs> oh, you put it in on Walker, Texas Ranger. Like, hey, no, watch this. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna say? Uh, so another thing too is so, so the uh, Taya and uh, Rosemary wrestled again. They wrestled yeah. the titles against uh, uh, uh Giselle Shaw and right. Because um, she's an honorary honorary member yeah. of the of their team. Yep. I think they missed. I mean, maybe they're trying to wait, but like that was a big opportunity not to bring Havoc back. Havoc will be back. Um, I think once uh, we get closer to Madison Rain getting cleared to wrestle, then we'll get Havoc back. Yeah, because it, it'll happen. Me, with, it didn't. But it, it even <laughs> felt like she should have been there though. Like even when Madison Rain wasn't cleared, yeah. like. They still beat them down after the match. Yeah, you're. It's you're not. They're not going to bring Havoc back that soon. It's going to be a little bit before we actually get that. Um. Uh, what else is on that? Oh, the Tin Man. That wasn't bad. I still. I mean, if they don't kick PCO out, I'm going to be surprised. Yeah, PCO is surprised they haven't already. Well, I mean, they weren't even going to put him in the match to begin with, and then they, like, moved all these pieces around to put him in there. And then yeah. I think he took the pin, if I'm not mistaken. Again, because he took the pin at the uh, the previous pay-per-view, too. And that's yeah. why they are pissed, because, like, they were like, oh, we didn't lose. I didn't lose. I didn't get pinned. PCO lost. He's the one that got pinned. Oh. And believe it or not... uh, Chris Hayes actually was rest- well. He didn't do much, but he did a, a little bit. I guess as much as he could. <laughs> but Isaac, Hayes. yeah, I saw. I saw that they did hit the uh, the death sentence. Yep. Um So I guess that like the Chris Harris's big like shining moment to to go out on. Yeah. What else fucking happened? I don't know. There's something else. I feel like I'm missing something. Well, we're over um, six. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It don't matter. It was pretty good for what it was. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Impact's been pretty solid with their pay per views. Like, there's really no complaint on those at all. And I'm uh, sure Samsung can be done better. But, um, so we go from Impact against all odds Monday night to Money in the Bank Saturday night. Quite the few um, surprises there. Uh, the big one, Liv Morgan, uh, coming out as Miss Money in the Bank um, out of that ladder did you, match. Did you, did, you, did you watch it? I saw the highlights of her winning and then her cashing. Yeah. Uh, all right. The Money in the Bank ladder Carl, match wasn't all that great. Carl, I will, or the uh, cash in I will answer the question you put in there. Uh, I almost fell asleep a few times. It was really boring. <laughs> you watched it live, though, right? I did. 
and I almost fell asleep. Yeah, I did. Time. I did not. I, I thought it was Sunday. So, okay. And so I fucking woke so, up. And like, so, 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 Carl, I have a question. Yeah. Why in every single ladder match do they insist on doing the same fucking thing? Happens in every ladder match. There's, there's like five things they do in every ladder match that are like. Lean the ladder against the ropes. Lean the ladder against the ladder across the guardrail and the ring. Or 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 the announce table. That's two. Go ahead. Um lean the lat lean one ladder against the other one. Uh Uh-huh. There's always a double team move off of both ladders. Mm. Or a triple team move or some sort of multi-person team move. Keep going. Uh someone always ends up dangling from the belt. Uh, that actually didn't happen, but go ahead. Yeah, that, that didn't happen. happen. That happened with I, Styles, though. Yeah. That didn't happen yeah. in either of these. That didn't happen in the men's ladder match because I swore nope. Styles was nah. dangling from the belt. No, it was like an old one. With the briefcase or whatever. Styles was. Okay. Yeah, he was in that. No, I don't think so. No, that's right. Styles wasn't in that one. No, I think he was. Um, was? But. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Keep going. Um. You're missing the really big one I hate more than anything. They bring out the really giant ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting they're, for that. Like, no, no, no. They're Why does when they, when they, they pin, no, when no, they no. pin somebody down with the ladder? Yeah. It, why does Why does the big guy always like? All right, let's all team up. We all hate each other, but we got to bury this guy in ladder so he's out for thirty minutes. He comes back five minutes later. Like, <laughs> if you're gonna just. Why put a big guy in there if that's the only thing you're going to do with him? Like, no one gives a shit. My other thing I hate is why do we all have to, oh, let's put three ladders up. Only one of them actually is going to reach the briefcase. But, like, six of us all need to get up on the ladder so we can all be up there. No one gives a shit. <laughs> it's to build the suspense. You know what I want out of a Money in the Bank? I want a complete surprise. I want someone like fucking Brock. The no. And I want no. him to come out there and just suplex the shit no. out of everybody. Just that already no. happened. Go up, go up the no. ladder. Wait, wait. Just go up the ladder with ease and just get it. I don't need a long no. ass ladder match that sucks. That already happened. No. No, <laughs> no, no. and it, it has already happened. happened. It, <laughs> it it did happen, and I'm tell you a reason why it was bad. It was bad. Remember when fucking Otis won the fucking Money in the Bank ladder match? Yeah, it was garbage. Yeah, so you know you don't want something totally random to happen in each structure. I believe um, the right people this year won Money in the Bank. Yeah, I mean, Liv's been floundering. This is the first. Liv is the first non. Horsewoman to win the title since Natalia. Um, and Natalia won so, that title, what, like two, three years ago? So, this is something else that kind of pisses me off. So, I read a report that Rhonda wanted to lose to Liv Morgan. Yes. She so, demanded that Liv Morgan be the one that she Then, the why is it, oh, I demand this, but then I'm going to get a rematch and wrestle you again so I can probably beat you again? Probably not. I bet you she loses. I bet you Liv ends up winning. But I don't know I why Ron, she's I wrestling her to begin done. with. To me, that sounds like if you want to lose to somebody, you plan on not wrestling again for a little while. Yeah. Like, I think Ronda's, 
I think Ronda's uh, going to end up to live, and then I don't think we're going to see Ronda for a while. But, like, yeah, that's that- my point, though, is the whole thing should have been not at Money in the Bank. Should've you get SummerSlam. that enormous pop for a live at SummerSlam. Well, they should have had. Here's the. Here, here's what pissed me off was that when if you didn't, I don't know if you saw the whole thing, Chris, but basically, Ronda put Liv in a fucking ankle lock, and then like Liv kicked kicked her leg and did a roll up, and it was like you could have had a match or have Liv do some kind of offense to yeah. beat. Rhonda said it just oh surprise roll up. Lip should have been she should have been able to hit her finisher at the very least. Yeah. So especially after Natalia just got done beating the shit out of Rhonda, like that entire most yeah. of that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say though, I have seen the image floating around with uh, fucking Rhonda with Natalia in the sharpshooter doing the Shawn Michaels pose and that fucking the same day, like Money in the Bank was Bret Hart's birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Yeah, Natalia, Natalia, like before she went out, said she was wrestling for Bret Hart. Yep. Yeah. Member of the Hart family <laughs> in the sharpshooter while doing the Shawn Michaels pose on Bret Hart's birthday. <laughs> but uh but Money in the Bank pretty much sucked except for yep. the tag team match. Tag team, team match, match was good, but uh, I don't know if you saw. Uh, he, he he pinned Montez, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so on SmackDown, they showed a replay of of it, and his shoulder was, like, clearly up when he counted three. Oh, yeah, it when he rolled blatant. up. It was blatantly up. Yeah, he pulled Montez Ford's shoulder was up, like, and they were, like, bitching. Like, I saw the aftermath of that, and, like, Montez's, like, shoulder was up. Like, and then I saw the replay, and they're like, yeah, his shoulder was at least, like, a mile off the fucking mat. So. Yeah, it was maybe they're trying. Maybe, maybe they're trying Story to do line. a screw job uh, on Bret Hart's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Storyline. <laughs> Probably. So. But, yeah, his shoulder was definitely, like, there was a huge gap between the mat and his shoulder. It was... It'd be different. It was like maybe like a half an inch or an inch or whatever, but it was like a good foot off the mat. But yeah, it was a good match, anyways. No, it was uh, good. It was probably the only good match. Bianca that could not make match. that. Could, Bianca could not make Carmelo look fucking good in that match. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's good at all. So, Bianca is yeah. not that good herself. No, like, no, I know. I know. Good. I know. I agree. That Carmella that and Rondo be... was like okay, but no, wasn't that great? Yeah, I Carmella would needs to be say... with like an Oscar or a Becky or Charlotte to get a pretty good, pretty, pretty solid match. Though so. I'd probably say the men's line in the bank was better, but they both sucked to me. I didn't like either of them. Yeah, I didn't. Really, I didn't really care for the men's one in the bank. Like the giant, like he was too slow. Yeah, no, and he had no like I, again, no idea why he's in that match. He was pointless in yeah. that match. And he then plus, he, you know, match. I think everybody's is still sad that Cody got injured. You know? Yeah. yeah. But I was hoping, I was hoping that, uh, <clears throat> um, um, 
fucking uh, uh, brittle little one. I think that's what a lot of people are pulling for too. Was leaning towards Riddle or Rollins, and yeah. a lot of people were Rollins. pissed that Theory was the one that ended up winning. Well, yeah. like you're supposed to be was, pissed. It's yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. He's yeah. supposed to get the heat. He's a heel. Um, yeah. I guess the plan was always for him to be the eighth person and him to win. No, I mean that's uh, great. I think, it, I think it was Cody. I think Cody. I think Cody initially was right, but I think when he got injured, I think that was the plan. I think they. Changed I read. It. I read that. Yeah. Like, I think I, th- I found an article like yesterday. I think talking about it. I mean, so that's I great. Hoping, I was like, hoping it would be Riddle, so we got real, Riddle Roman at SummerSlam. You know, no, we're getting Seth Riddle at SummerSlam. No, but I don't want Seth Riddle. Huh? You know, it'll be good. It yeah, will be good. Oh. It will be good, but that's not what I want. <laughs> So who's Roman? Well, as as at SummerSlam. As one, or is it Lesnar? Uh, it's Lesnar in the last man standing. Lesnar. As yeah. um, Carl is one like famous singer used to say, "You can't always get what you want." Awesome. All right. Uh, so let's fast forward a little bit here. Um. This week we had um, NXT 2.0. Garrett, you put in uh, Cameron Grimes versus Braun Breaker. Yep. Uh, really good. I was very upset that Cameron Grimes did not win because he definitely should have. Because I'm going to be honest, uh, Braun Breaker, I don't watch NXT 2.0 that often, but Braun Breaker is like really annoying to me now. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I think with the um, if he started doing Stein, like Steiner math, maybe I'd like him a little bit. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I think he's good. Like he's no, still got that's like a, a little ways to go. Yeah, but like so. I think when it comes to like every other thing, like but that's the thing is like the Steiners like. Outside of Scott Steiner saying, like, the most ridiculous shit you ever heard, like, the Steiners never really had that much charisma, honestly. Yeah, yeah like, they did. They're the Michigan guys. No. Like, on the yeah, mic? No, oh, Steiners never had any. Oh, no, 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 yeah. not on the mic. But yeah. they're, like, over his, like, faces. In the front of the yeah. Michigan yeah. And I was like, fuck Michigan. I'll bet my <laughs> Like, they... They're like that team that, like, until they started doing, um, until Steiner went to, until Scott broke off and, you know, really found like his stride as a singles competitor with like the NWO and all that. Like, he barely, like, they barely spoke on the mic, especially Rick Steiner. There's always usually like any interviews and stuff. It was more Scott Steiner than Rick. But, like, even then, they weren't the most charismatic of wrestlers when it came to like their promos and all that. Um, I think it just got to the point where Scott Steiner's like, I'm just gonna say what the fuck I want to say. So <laughs> probably, and, and that's what I think was like really got him over is like he just doesn't give a shit. So he's gonna say whatever the fuck he wants, and it's like, who the fuck gave Scott Steiner a live microphone? They need to be fired. Because <laughs> so, yep. he's not going by any type of script or bullet points. So 
which is why like a lot of the promos that he did in WWE with his brief run there as Big Papa Pump, like weren't as entertaining as like his impact promos or even his promos in WCW. Like it was like the same shtick, like you know, the scripted stuff and you know, getting the holler if you hear me in and you know, the big bad booty daddy. So you seeing that booty? But <laughs> but his uh his Steiner math promo will probably go down as like the greatest promo of Scott Steiner's of all time. So <laughs> Yeah, it is. Oh man, awesome. All right, what else we got? MLW news. We got a Sandman making an appearance in the MLW. Last week. He Last week. uh he uh Gangrel's team was beating up some people, and Sandman came out there. Apparently, his uh, kendo stick is like made of like adamantium or something, because he can just hit somebody with like no force, and they just like fall to the ground like <laughs> a cement <laughs> like block a hit them. Maybe it's a walking stick he's hitting them with. Maybe <laughs> it's Kane. <laughs> uh, Sandman also looked uh, kind of awful. Not gonna lie. Sandman looks he's really old. bad. Yeah. He's old. <laughs> he, he is very old. He's I think. Old. Um, I think. Honestly, I think Sabu looks better than Sandman at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yep. Yep. And then this week, uh, I watched the main event, which was Davy Richards versus Alex Kane. Which I don't know if you watched Alex Kane at all, Chris. You should have not. You should. He has a tag. He's, I think, him and his tag partner are the tag champs, but he's also the open weight champion. Him and Davy Richards had a match, and it was really fucking good. Um, it went to a twenty-minute time limit draw, but it was still really good for what it was. Awesome. And then, yeah, I really need to start watching MLW. Like, I stopped watching Raw. Like, honestly, I don't watch NXT 2.0. Um. Like, really, the only thing I keep up with is NWA, and, like, I watch Dynamite, and I watch Impact, so maybe I'll just add MLW in there. You should. Let me go back and watch, like, 90s. Yeah. (laughs) If you go back to, like, 80s wrestling, Jesus. (laughs) Something. Yep. Oh, man. All right, so that's our... uh, our six pack nope. recap for nope. the week. You forgot nope. about you forget? the worst part of SmackDown. Oh, the Max Male models. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's so bad. <laughs> you know what, though? The entire time I saw it, when I saw Mace come out, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, is it Maswa? Masi? Masi? Whatever the fuck it is. Anyway. I don't fucking know. It's it was, it's fucking Mace and um. It's Massey and Mansois. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, this is like the, the entire time thing. when he came out, I said, "Huh, <laughs> the Velveteen Dream should really be doing this." Oh yeah. And then I was like, yep. you know what? Mace kind of looks like him. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I'm sure it. Eli. I'm sure Eli Drake is sitting there going, "Why the fuck did I come back here?" Oh, I know. 
So, uh, so Why? I think there was something funny from it this week, which kind of cracked me up. So, uh, so Mansoor comes out there. They're doing the uh, the tennis collection this week, and uh, <laughs> uh, Mansoor comes out there, and he's already got like you know he's got tennis balls in his pocket or whatever. And uh, Corey Graves goes, Michael, what's that in his pocket? Or what's that in his pants? Is what he says. He's like, tennis balls? He goes, oh, I'll just make it sure. <laughs> you, know, you know who would have been a really good feud for these uh, for the Max Male models? Rizongo. Uh, yeah. The fashion police. I could have seen, uh. like... Those segments with Brizongo coming out and issuing them tickets for their bad fashion. Yep. And that would have been honestly like perfect, but no, we had to release Brizongo and because we didn't know what to do with them, even though they're tearing shit up in NXT. Yeah, well, let's yep. let them go. <sighs> oh, the dirty dango. I also guess we're getting uh, Gunther and. Uh... Shinsuke for the title at SummerSlam. I'm not super mad with that. No, that should be a good match. Yeah. Uh, should be pretty good. Awesome. All right. So that's it for the six pack recap. I do have some stuff for, for the collection that was in here from um, what we were supposed to do last week. So let's jump over for the collection. I added stuff in there too. I saw that. I'm pretty actually kind of excited about that if their figures weren't so fucking much. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. Sorry. Pull up this article for the next thing here. Um MLW and Boss Fight Studios. Um Gary threw in here are collaborating uh, to make six inch scale or one twelve scale, uh, which would be about six inch um, figures. Um, yeah, uh, specific releases will be shown over the coming months. Uh, some wrestlers sh- shown were Mads Kruger, Hammerstone, Jacob Fott, too. There are also um, rings and accessories and possibly a Dario Cueto figure. Nice. Yep. Yeah, they uh, they awesome. showed like they definitely are doing a Mads Kruger. Like they showed like his face, and they showed like a like kind of like a paper with like the scale of like how tall it was, okay. it side to side. And those were just the three that I showed shown were like the three they showed on there. Okay. Of, like, so they, they showed um, and then they showed like, like the, the uh... rings and the accessories. They showed that stuff. And then I, at the end, they showed what looked to be like a Dario figure. I don't know if it was or not. It could be, okay. not be, but who knows? So basically, they showed like the uh, the prototype mock-up, right, 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 for okay. sort of kind of thing. Yeah. So, so. with uh, with San Diego Comic Con coming up here relatively soon, I'm sure we'll get more Definitely. um info from Boss White on those. So that's actually kind of exciting. MLW's got a lot of great talent in there. Um, yep. you know, aside Madge Kruger, Hammerstone, Jacob Fatu, um, just and going with that six inch scale, like I did, I have a review up for the Taya Valkyrie Fanaticos figure. Um, 
and it shows the I got the scale comparison with some of the elites and um some of the AEW figures and they scale pretty well. Um yeah. and I'm sure the they're um their other line of figures too, like they're more like elite style figures, um scale well with the the six inch scale figures too from other reviews I've seen for like their Penta and Phoenix. So that's pretty exciting. I'm um, What's that? I'm fine with anything that'll be able to I hear like anything you said. You're like really muffled. I'm sorry. If, if I was playing with anything, it would have to be over six inches. If you're playing with anything, it has to be over six inches? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, terrible. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on, AEW and Diamond Select have uh, announced a partnership. Uh, Diamond Select makes a lot of um uh, figures and stuff like that for Marvel and DC. Um, they do these um, vinyl figures called Vinny Vinny Mates, um, which are like little vinyl, like Mini Mate style figures. Uh, we have a two-pack uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive of Sting and CM Punk um, from that match, that six-man tag match where they all had the face paint on, where Sting had, like, the combination um, hey, CM Punk another, style face paint and all that. You need Sting figure. <laughs> what? Carl, you need to be at, like, unmuffle yourself. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but, like, get the ball gag out your mouth so we can hear you. <laughs> It's not me. It must be the headphones. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> he took the ball gag out. <laughs> uh, what did you say? <laughs> that was perfect, Carl. That was perfect. <laughs> Chris might not get it through the fucking thing. He said, get the ball gag out of your mouth. And then right after you talk, you sound perfectly fine. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess you got the ball gag out of your mouth. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh man, that was that was awesome. <laughs> uh, what were you saying about a sting figure? <laughs> I, I was just saying we just—that's what we needed another sting figure. Oh man, I wish they'd actually make like an unrivaled sting and CM Punk with the fucking face paint, like, but. 
San Diego Comic Con coming up. Hopefully, we'll see some new shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, Diamond Select does like a lot of different stuff, though. Like they do like random ass shit, like coin banks and things like that. So we'll see what uh what they're gonna do with the AEW license. And they can't actually make figures uh, since uh, Jazzwares has that license. So. Still pretty cool. More AEW collectible merchandise. Uh, Mattel dropped their WWE July reveals. And they showed off the uh, next wave of Legends, which includes Molly Holly. Um, but the main figure in the line is Mighty Molly. And we get uh, Molly Holly as the chase. It's like almost 20 fucking years and we finally get a Mighty Molly figure. Like, Jesus Christ. Because they don't want to close. I want my Mighty Molly to go with my Hurricane. So, like, the one thing that's missing off this fucking shelf. Like, I got Rosie. I got two different fucking Rosies. I don't have a fucking Mighty Molly. Killing me. As soon as that shit goes up for pre-order. Pre-ordering. Um, so, we're getting Mighty Molly. We're getting the Acolytes. Uh, Farouk and Bradshaw. Um, not APA, actual acolytes with the, like the fucking chest face paint, the chest paint, and like the the tights with the Undertaker logo shit on there. So, so pretty psyched about those. And we're getting a Rey Mysterio, which I'm still trying to figure out when the fuck he wore that ring attire um, in WWE, because I'm still confused by that one. Because like he debuted in the fucking pants, not the tights. Because in WCW, he did not have the Mexican tattoo on his chest. So, like, where the fuck is this ring of tire coming from? Well, I mean, the better question is, is why are they making another fucking Rey Mysterio figure? There's like 500,000 of them. There are, and they sell. So, that's uh, the big thing. It's because they don't make the figures people want, like a Mighty Molly. They made Mighty Molly a while ago, would have sold. Exactly. I will. Um, I do plan on picking up the new top picks ring Mysterio though, because it's in like that Batman, like that '66 style Batman ring gear. So, did they ever make Dominic a May Young? Robin. Yes. Um, Mattel did make a May Young. I kind of I skipped that one. Um, Jax oh. made a May Young as well. So there's a few May Young figures out there. Chris, no, no, like, I'll buy a May Young when it fucking comes with a hand. I have a question. What about what about if it comes with like a table and a uh, Bubba Ray Dudley? <laughs> <laughs> I need her hand, like the hand that she gave birth to. I need that in the fucking figure. So, or <laughs> comes with a Mark Henry. <laughs> yeah, a two pack May Young Mark Henry and a hand. <laughs> I like it. That's the thing. Like the hand wasn't even like. The hand was white. Woman <laughs> 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 well, a black hand, huh? I mean, you think about it, like, like maybe uh, my kids maybe were I, like pale. My kids were pale was, ass white when they were born, and I know your kids maybe, probably weren't either. So, like, maybe, why was that hand so fucking pale? So <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe that was uh, uh, Vince McMahon's other million. <laughs> 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 uh, awesome 
Uh, but they also showed off um, Elite 95, um, which includes Shotzi, Big E, Jimmy Uso, John Cena, Bobby Lashley, and Eddie Guerrero. Um, Eddie will be the chase in that series. Um, Elite 96, we're getting Kofi, Dewdrop, a new Hulk Hogan, King Nakamura, Dragunov, and Brock Lesnar. Um, I don't remember which one the chase was in that one. I think it's Nakamura. I'm not 100% sure on that one. Uh, Basic 123, we're getting Natalia, Roman, Finn, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Cedric Alexander. Uh, Basic 132, we're getting Tamina, uh, Lashley, the final Kushida WWE finger figure. Oh, my fuck, I just said finger. It's probably because I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, about that hand. He is. He is. You know, oh, you know something else that I'm sure they never did is a figure collection that's a missed opportunity. They should have made an Dick. entire figure line of the Spirit Squad. They did, actually. Did they really? Um, <laughs> Jax, yes. They released them as... They did a couple as a two-pack... And then oh, there see, were nope, singles. Nope, nope, nope. See, so, that's where they fucked up. See, Mattel needs been to an do an entire set. basic set of all the spirit squads. And then they'd make some sort of build-a-figure. I don't know what it'll be. <laughs> it would be, like a, figure. New, be like a new <laughs> Dolph Ziggler or something. I don't know. <laughs> the, the sad thing with that is they probably won't do a spirit squad Dolph Ziggler since he's active on the roster. But once he actually... Like if he actually, if he retires as part of WWE, then we'll probably get a flashback of Dolph as, um, I think was he Nikki in the Spirit Squad? I think so. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. For some reason, they won't do like flashbacks if they're like if they had a, a different character that they did. They won't do a flashback of that figure while they still while they're still active on the roster, which is why it took forever for us to get a fucking um. Um, Isaac Yankum figure because Kane was still like an active member of the roster before that figure oh, came well, out. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe they could do like uh, they do like a, a Randy. A get well, a get well soon, Randy. Uh, figure that'd be cool. Get your get well. Send your get well soon cards to Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was gonna say they should do a Chase of Ziggler and it come with a golf cart and a, and a sweater scarf. <laughs> <laughs> have a Chavo uh, build a figure. <laughs> Kerwin White. <laughs> Kerwin White. Get a golf cart. Saint White. It ain't right. <laughs> oh, so bad. Um, so basic 132, like said, so it's got Kushida, his last um, WWE figure, Rey Mysterio, and Matt Riddle. Uh, Champions two packs, uh, Series 10, uh, Hulk Hogan, and I don't know why that fucking says Austin. That's supposed to that's Andre the Giant. <laughs> uh, Hogan and Andre, yeah, I mistyped. Um, Lashley and The Miz, Omos and Styles will be the uh, the three two packs for that set. Um, so looking forward to some of those. Definitely the Shotzi, um, Elite 95, the Mighty Molly. Uh, 96, I'm kind of excited for the Dewdrop figure. Um, it's like Piper Niven. Like, it's about time she finally got a damn figure. Um, the Eddie Guerrero looks pretty badass. 
Um, I believe the Lesnar. Like Mullet, it's WWE. Uh, no, it's um, damn. it's yeah, it's late WWE Eddie Guerrero. Um, before we that deep, we need that deep like uh, Mullet Eddie Guerrero. I, there's there's actually a couple out there already that's got the mullet. Oh, um, okay. There's a a Target exclusive Hall of Champions one um, that had the mullet um, from his uh, cruiserweight title match against Rey Mysterio. There's one in um, a four pack that was a Target exclusive that came with an LWO shirt. No, that was a Hall of Fame. It was a Hall of Fame Eddie Guerrero because he had um, pants and um, a shirt on. And he came with like roses. Something like that. But there, there's a couple. I got a few figures of Eddie with the mullet. Um, the Dragon Off Elite. Um, talk about your first figure becoming an elite. Like, Jesus Christ, man. That's awesome. And then the Brock Lesnar has the updated um, uh, head and uh, face and hair sculpt for uh, Lesnar. All right. So it's, uh, so it's Cowboy Lesnar? It's Cowboy Lesnar. Hey, yeah. All right, one last thing here. Ringside Collectibles exclusive Storm Collectibles announced a uh, Minoru Suzuki, uh, which should be going off for pre-order soon. So Suzuki getting a figure there from Storm Collectibles, which makes some pretty solid wrestling figures. Their NW Hogan that I had was actually pretty awesome. So pretty psyched about that one. Although the figures have gone up in price, these ones tend to run a little bit more expensive than your standard Mattel figure. So good stuff there. Waiting for this shit to go on pre-order. Um, nothing from AEW yet, so hopefully once we get into San Diego Comic-Con weekend, we'll see some announcements from them. All right, let's jump over to No Holds Barred. It's No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. All right, so um, scrolling through TikTok, and I came across a... Uh, Someone's talking about a uh, a movie review on here. <laughs> Pro wrestlers versus zombies. So I started watching this. Uh, just to kind of check out the first like 10, 15 minutes of it. Oh my God, this is so fucking cheesy. <laughs> this is on Tubi um, for free. So if you have the Tubi app, you can watch it on there. Of course, it's like limited commercials. Uh, this is actually made by Troma. Uh, most popular for the... Uh, Toxic Crusader, Toxic Avenger series, and um, Sergeant Kabuki, um, those type of movies. This featured uh, Roddy Piper, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Shane Douglas, Matt Hardy, Reby Sky, and Kurt Angle as the uh, the wrestlers in this movie. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it's on Tubi to check out for free. Um, apparently, like the synopsis. It's like Shane Douglas accidentally kills a guy during the match and like somehow he gets turned into turned like, the, uh, the guy that died becomes a zombie and like this whole yeah. like, whole thing goes off. So yeah. So there's that. Don't start dating a cheerleader, does he? Uh no. Don't think so. No. <laughs> that might be a different movie then. Probably. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we got that in here. We Shout got out to um, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. <laughs> Or Disney Channel, whatever it's on. <laughs> One of the two. Uh, July 4th contest. 
Um, yep. I'm assuming you guys talking about like the hot dog eating shit and all that. Yeah, I put this in there. Uh, man, the myth, the legend himself, won again this year. Joey Chestnut. Is it the same guy that wins like every year? Yeah, he fight. won like ten years in a row. He's got more. He's got double the championship to Tom Brady. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh man, good for him. He found a uh, he found his goal, his his calling in and life, and that was to eat more hot dogs than any other American. <laughs> so uh, he took it, took it more winners than Raleigh Reed. Did you uh, did y'all happen to see the uh, so the other contest they had is they have uh, a gallon lemonade chug. What the fuck? Yeah, he got to chug a gallon of lemonade. Apparently, they started it last year. And, uh, oh my god, I've never seen lemonade fucking down so quick in my life. And this year, I guess they decided to do pink lemonade instead of regular lemonade. Oh, man. Well, that's even worse. He's going to make it a Tom Collins. <laughs> it was so bad. The dude, that, the dude that did it did it in, like, no time. Like it was ridiculous. I think he only took. I think he only paused like three times. He's probably got a pretty solid gag reflex, son. Dude yeah. was like fucking <laughs> massive. I mean, I mean, if you take a lot of winners, you can't have a gag reflex. I know, right? <laughs> like <laughs> part of the, the game. Ask Tiana Trump. She knows. About no gag reflexes. <laughs> 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 oh man awesome <laughs> Jesus dad I don't know I didn't watch any of this stuff like I we we didn't celebrate 4th of July this year so. sounds good yeah I had to work anyway so no big deal I'd rather uh, get the holiday pay it was, than it was my anniversary before, so. I worked I worked but we celebrated after the fact also um that holiday pay. What? what? Can they go see uh, Thor tomorrow? I'll let you know nice. how it is. Nice. Awesome. Gonna see what? Oh, the new Thor movie. Thunder. Uh, yeah. There are um, there are two post credit, two end credit scenes. Just so you know. I saw. I haven't seen them. I just saw that there were two. Yes. I've heard lots of good things about it so far. So, yep, we're going awesome. to Probably. a theater in Cary that's like brand new. So, be oh, interesting. Nice. Uh, Carl, you watched a new Batman movie finally? Yeah, yeah. It was so, kind of like if like Kurt Cobain was Batman. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so random. I don't like it. No. Have you seen it, Gary? You seen yeah, it, Gary, I've seen right? it. Yeah, no, I, no, no. Okay. no, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's like a grunge Batman. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, definitely got to put some time aside to watch that. I said, like, it's hard to find three hours to sit down and watch this movie, but you said you broke it up over a couple days. So. Yeah. I got Even kids. Me and Chris got kids. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard. Enjoy shit. 
I can't even like enjoy my own damn bed without a kid in there. So I mean, <laughs> some point during the course of the night, there always ends up being a kid in the bed. So I don't know. It's, it's awesome. Uh, wouldn't trade it for anything though. Kids are awesome. So. Yeah. Good times. Uh, what else we got? Oh, the one thing we did add did not add in here, but dropped this week the trailer for Clerks Three. Yeah, super excited for that. Finally. So, uh, so I will tell you that the first uh, R-rated movie I ever watched was the first Clerks movie. Nice. Really? Yeah. Yep. 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 It, like on VHS. Um, I don't know, VHS. I remember what it was. My brother and I watched it. My uh, my mom didn't let me watch it like that, so it was something she didn't. Uh, Clark, I mean, Clark's yeah. wasn't that bad. Clark's wasn't that, that bad. The really first one. Was, I think it was more of the language than anything else in there, so because yeah. there really wasn't any nudity or anything like that. It was yeah. just it was mainly the language. So. Yeah. You know, me being a not knowing what half the shit was, I probably didn't understand half of it anyway. <laughs> it's and funny. I don't say, remember like, my first. Movie. Oh, I know. My my first rated R movie was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't I don't remember mine. I seen all kinds of crazy shit when I was little. My parents were like, "I oh, probably gonna watch it anyway," so I'll let you watch it. Yeah. My mom used to get, like, anytime a new Nightmare on Elm Street movie came out, my mom would run it and end up watching it, like, in the middle of the day when, you know, we're supposed to be outside playing, but there's days where, like, it was raining or whatever, so we'd be in the house, and, like, she's like, I'm watching it anyway, so fuck y'all. Yeah, one of the first movies I can recall, like, watching, like, that was rated R was uh, uh, Friday the 13th. uh, Jason takes Manhattan. I fucking love that movie. That's my favorite one out of that series. <laughs> eh. I don't know why. I think I think it's the part like a lot of it too. Like with the uh, the black dude that was the bouncer or the boxer. Yeah, and he tries to like square up with fucking Jason, and they're like, "Oh, where's so and so?" Because and then all of a sudden, his like head lands on the fucking hood of the taxi cab. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. yeah, so Clerks, Clerks Three is definitely like one of those one of those movies. Like Kevin Smith movies, like the first one I saw was Mall Rats, and that was on like cable. Awesome. Like I just the first had to one I saw was Clerks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like Mall Rats was one of the first ones I watched, and then I decided like go back and like. A couple of years later, start watching you know the Kevin Smith movies. Um, like I gotta say, like probably, like I've seen everything from like Clerks to Mallrats, Jersey Girl, um, Chasing Amy, um, Tusk, Red State, like anything Kevin Smith is like directed, I've I've watched. Um, so I'm very excited for Clerks three. Um, I would love to get a sequel to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh no, they did do a sequel it for did. that. That I haven't watched yeah. that. I haven't watched that one yet. That's the only one I haven't watched yet. Yeah. Yeah, watch that too. Yeah, they done that. Oh, so I do have to watch that one. Oh, uh, I got something, Garrett. Yep. Uh 
um, that we didn't get to talk about last week because I was going to bring it up last week. Um, what do you think about uh, UCLA and uh, USC uh, going to the Big Ten? Good for them, honestly. I saw that uh, like some ACC teams are trying to get into uh, the SEC. Yeah, some of the, the SEC. Yeah, SEC. Yeah. Which, yeah. I thought it was so weird why NC State was one. That one seemed really odd to me. I uh, see. I didn't hear NC State. I heard. I, uh, I did hear NC State. I know Clemson was one. I think. Yeah, I heard. Uh, if from what I hear, if it, the SEC would have have their way, uh, they're looking at North Carolina, uh, Clemson, uh, Miami, and uh, Florida State is what I heard. They won't. Who knows if that's so weird. true? Yeah, but I guess the the way it's breaking down is like TV deals, and so people think this is going to turn into this two conferences, and then everybody else. Yep, sure is. Sure is. I just think that would be weird for me because, like, like you say, like, North Carolina, like, they would play completely different. They'd fucking play completely different in basketball. And that's the whole point. Yeah. Is, like, Duke UNC. Yeah. I mean, all the – that's – yeah, that that's weird. I, I don't get I mean, that. you can still – you can still have, like, out-of-conference games. Oh, well, yeah, but, like, it would – the whole thing with them has always been like in in the ACC tournament. Yeah, but if they if the SEC and the Big Ten are expanding and they don't get in, then what happens? You know what I mean? Like if State gets in and they don't get in, then it kind of turns the whole thing around. It's true. You're not wrong. It'll be interesting. <laughs> you know what is interesting? These notes. <laughs> oh, uh, you were talking about Becker Mayfield going to Carolina? Did you hear that? I did. It can't be any worse than what they got. So... Uh, Panthers now have like what four quarterbacks on their roster. <laughs> so, <laughs> they uh, the two quarterbacks they have, they're starting two quarterbacks that they could pick from, have like the most interceptions since they joined the league of any other quarterbacks, and they were drafted one and three perspectives. <laughs> one and three in the draft, they were both drafted. Isn't that a crazy stat? Yeah. Terrible ass step. And then they drafted a quarterback too, right? Probably. I don't fucking know. Ain't no telling. Well, that Carolina knows what it's doing. Yeah. But that first game is against Cleveland, so we'll see. Yeah. Cleveland's going to have their probably one of their running backs throwing the football. 
there. Quarterback probably getting a massage. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> probably in jail. No, nah, he won't be. He didn't. He didn't get criminal. Criminal. The grand jury. Uh, I know. But he keeps having started. stuff come out, so I don't know. It's just people that. Yeah. Well, like. It's people know. that refuse to suck his dick, but actually want to suck his dick now. So they can get his money. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like, I'm just going to, like, explain this to, like, uh, my daughter and be like, hey, if a guy DMs you on Instagram <laughs> for a massage, <laughs> say no. He, uh, if you have to sign a, not, uh, a non-disclosure agreement that his NFL team uh, fucking wrote up, <laughs> uh, he, uh, he's probably looking for something besides the, you know, a back rub. <laughs> yep. If he's fly, if he's flying you out of state, <laughs> to, he wants to the suck. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably something up to that. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. You guys got anything else for Noel's Bark? All good. Awesome. All right, vintage throwdown. Final vintage throwdown here. Um, ROH World Tag Team Championship match: the Briscoes versus the Kings of Wrestling. Um, from Ring of Honor, the Big Bang, April third, two thousand ten. Pretty awesome tag team matchup. Uh, of course, the Kings of Wrestling are uh, Claudio Casanoli and Chris Hero. I uh, mainly put that in there after uh, Claudio debuted at um, Forbidden Door as the uh, as Daniel Bryanson's hand-picked replacement. So, pretty psyched to see him finally show up in AEW and check out some uh, vintage Claudio Castanoli matches. There's a Ring of Honor run prior oh, man. to WWE. You, you made me remember what I hated about Blood and Guts. <laughs> How old is that? So, you know, you remember Eddie and Jericho are on top of the, the cage the whole time, right? Yeah. So were the other guys just like putting up a chair, just sitting in the corner since they refused to show what was going on in the ring? Because apparently nothing that was going on in the ring mattered in the match. It only was what was on top of the cage. Because, yeah. you know... You know, Moxie could have been inside the ring choking somebody out and they could be tapping, but you wouldn't know because they never showed it. Yep. That's nothing mattered. It was all Mox and, or not Mox, uh, Kingston and Jericho. Nothing else in that match game. Like, nobody nope. could give two shits about. Nope. Until, I also uh, didn't like their. Until uh, Sammy Guevara got thrown off the top of the cage. I also didn't like their uh, terrible attire. Oh, it was still like fucking Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> I will say, I though, the uh, 
the fall that Sammy, the bump that Guevara took was a hell of a lot better um, planned out than Jericho's. Yep. Like, as far as, like, the actual production, uh, the camera shots were much better compared to last year. So they, they definitely listened to uh, cripes of the fans when they actually showed Guevara being thrown off the, the cage and uh, reposition cameras made it look a little more professional. I was like, I get, like, yeah, that's a fucking, you know, big-ass fall. You need to have something for them to land on so they don't die, but at least make it look believable. So, and that was definitely more believable than than Jericho's from the previous year. Awesome stuff. All right. So that's that. Um, pretty much it. So if you guys uh, want to support us, easiest way to do that is just follow us on Twitter, Instagram, um, Russell Getting Pod with 1D, uh, Instagram, Russell Getting Pod with 2Ds, and for the underscore collection, Facebook.com slash Russell Getting Pod, and head over to our TikTok at Russell Getting Pod with 2Ds as well. And be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Um, when we do come back from our hiatus, that's the best way to, to know um, is by following our social medias and um, subscribing to um, subscribing to the show on whatever uh, podcast app you, you're using. Um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leave us a five-star rating. If you're listening to us on there and doing that will help us expose ourselves a little more in your searches. And if another way you can support us, best way to do that, redbubble.com slash people slash Russell get in pod and buy some of our sweet ass merchandise. Lots of sweet ass shirts over there. Um, theme of the week, my pick for you. And we're actually going back to an impact throwback. Um, the alpha male Monty Brown. Awesome. Love Monty Brown. Monty Brown is very entertaining. A very huge missed opportunity. Yeah, we have to do is make the year in what, like 2005. 2005, 2016, when it was actually really good. I mean, it's really good now. Well, I mean, yeah, it's really good now, but I'm talking like, because that was like the peak before like the last couple years like that was a peak of impact was you know 2005 2006 ish especially their knockouts division like watching some like the the before the impact stuff and they're showing like some awesome kong clips and all that my wife's like that's an awesome kong it's like yep it's uh how do you how do you know i didn't watch it i don't did you see anything Maybe I, I used to watch TNA, but I couldn't. I don't fucking remember it. <laughs> I don't remember what year shit I was watching. Let's wish they, you know, you know what I really want Jeff Hardy to get better. I just want to see. Can we just get Will back? What I want. Oh yeah, quick little run with Willow. That'd be great. Fucking love Willow. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, that's going to do it for us for this edition of the Wrestling Gun Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Um, this is episode 147. So we'll be back relatively soon. 
with some new content for you. So stay tuned, folks. Don't go anywhere. We're still coming back. We're not leaving you for that long. So thank you guys for checking this out. On behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Gary G Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Croslin. Croslin, Jesus Christ, be drunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll chat with you all. Let me chat with you later, Marks. I don't know what the hell Carl just said because I think he put the ball gag back in his mouth. He did. <laughs> I did. Where, <laughs> <laughs> God? Uh. Damn, Carl, you couldn't wait till after the podcast to do all that kinky shit. <laughs> kinky shit all day. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Kink shit 24 7. Kink 316 says, I just ball gagged your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh. <laughs>